This is Heavenly Gospels Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Pastor Corey is continuing his I Do series with Make Me an Answer. We hope you enjoy. It reads, the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these do you think was a neighbor to a man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus told him, go and do likewise. I, I want to preach and teach this sermon title is really my prayer um, for, for us in this season and as we enter into 2020. The title of this message is Make Lord Make Me an Answer. Somebody say, Lord, make me an answer. And we and for everybody that received it, come on and bless God. Christ, Lord, and Savior, Jesus. Family, we, we, we would not be here if it wasn't for the Lord. We wouldn't have what we have if it wasn't for the Lord. And although this season is often about receiving, this this season should be characterized by what we give. Family, I want to add that when Jesus came, he came to give his life so that we might have life more abundantly. And what if I told you that Jesus came to do more than just save our life but he came to lead our life. What if I told you that he wants to do more than to intervene and to rectify and adjust things on the back end? What if I told you he wants to do some things on the front end? What, what, what I'm referring to is what, I've, what we've been discussing for several weeks now, and it can be summarized by this one word called submission. Somebody say submission. Submission is a synthesis of two words. Sub means below. So what it means is a person saying to God, I'm going to put my preferences below your mission for my life. Because I know your mission is what's best for me. I know you've got my best interests at heart. I know you know me better than me. Than I know myself. I know you know what prayers to answer and what prayers to ignore. I know you know when to say yes and when to say no. I know you know what doors to open and what doors to close. 
I know you know who needs to come into my life and who needs to exit out of my life. I know you know what's good for me and what's bad for me because you know what's best for me. So I'm going to get under your mission because I realize that I'm not smart enough to lead my own life. That I can look, if we were all to be honest, that we can look at some of our exes. I knew it was going to get quiet right there. We can look at some of our decisions. We can look at some of our choices and say, God, I need you to help me with me. Because I need you to lead my life. Somebody say, lead my life. Submission is the refusal to get in the way of what God wants to do with me, for me, and through me. I'll say it one more time. Submission is refusal to get in the way of what God wants to do with me, through me, and for me. Family, this morning, if you don't know it or not, I come to remind you and inform others that God wants to do some things with you, for you, and through you. That, that God wants to use you in a way that's even surprises you. As Sarah, that, that God wants to bless you with an Isaac that'll make you laugh to yourself. He wants to do some things with me, for me, and through me. And you got to learn to refuse to get in the way of what God wants to do. And I come to let somebody know that in the year of 2020, that is a year of maximum usage. I wish I would have somebody that can receive that. God says in 2020, that's going to be your year of where he uses you up to the fullest. I've said it before. Don't leave this world having let everybody else use you but God. Because we'll let people take advantage of us. We'll let people take our time. And we'll give God our leftovers. But this is a year of what we give God not only our first, but we give him our best. Somebody say, I'm giving him my best. But what does this look like practically? It's in our text. It means submitting our time, our talent, and our treasure. An example of this is personified in our text, Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, chapter 10, Jesus is asked a question by the religious leader. And the religious leader says, Lord, talk to me about the commandments. What are the most important ones? Jesus says to him, listen, all of the commandments can really be summarized in two sentences. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. So this leader of the law, y'all, he wanted to get what our generation would call petty. He wanted to get petty and says, who's my neighbor? Jesus says, there was a man who was on his way down to Jericho. And as he's walking to Jericho, he encounters an unexpected inconvenience. He gets attacked 
He gets robbed and he gets mugged. It's unexpected. And when something is unexpected, you're unprepared for it. It's one thing to get hit by a blow you see coming because you can brace yourself for it. But it's another thing to get hit with something that you didn't even see coming. And isn't life like that sometimes? Where you can be on your way somewhere and life will hit you with an unexpected inconvenience and it doesn't kill you but it bruises you. Uh, there were some things you went through in 2020 where you encountered some unexpected inconveniences and here it is, although it didn't kill you, it bruised you, but you can still celebrate the fact that you are still here. Do I got any witnesses out there that And if you touch them in certain areas, you get a 
certain response that don't make any sense. That's because something hit them in a previous season that's left them sensitive in this season. So here it is. The Bible says that he was stripped of his clothes and robbed of his resources. Isn't it true that life can sometimes don't destroy you, but it can strip and rob you of some stuff and take some things from you? And the Bible says that he was lying on the side of the road. And the scriptures declare in Luke chapter 10, verse 31, that a priest came down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by the man on the other side. <laughs> that was the priest. And then the text says in verse 32, there was a Levite who in today's terms, it would be a church leader. When he came to the place and saw him, he also too passed by on the other side. Have you ever seen somebody out in public and you know they see you but they don't want to speak to you for whatever reason? For my petty section, what my petty section that will go and find and be like, hello, how, how you doing? I know you see me. Well, okay, what my petty section? My, my petty section right there. Hello, I'm right here. How you doing this morning? You gonna speak to me? And then the Bible says in verse 33, there was a Samaritan. Samaritan. Look what the Samaritan does. As he traveled, uh-huh. came where the man was. Uh-huh. When he saw him, he took pity yeah. on him. Uh-huh. Mm. Now, now, catch this. A, a Samaritan was a purpose, a person during that time that was mixed breed. Who was seen as a people not to be fraternized with or fooled with. I mean, the relationship with Jesus was so bad. The Bible says in John 4, he's having a conversation with the woman at the well who had five husbands. Jesus was even talking to her. I want you to notice the significance of the Samaritan's activity. Because the Samaritan, watch this, is looking at a situation knowing that if the shoe was properly on the other foot, this person wouldn't even help me. Teach not to boy. The Samaritan is looking at the situation knowing that if I was the one that was stripped of my clothes, if I was the one robbed of my resources, this person would probably be the most unlikeliest person to even help me. But watch this. When you are submitted, submission will cause you to help people who 
God Almighty, I thought I would get a better response than that. Submission will call you to bless people that you know won't bless you back. Submission will cause you to speak well of people who you know are talking behind your back. Submission will cause you to help people who hurt you in previous seasons. Because it doesn't matter what you don't do, do to me. What matters is that God has been good to me. And I will not allow your behavior towards me to dictate and to determine how I behave towards you. Somebody say love them anyway. expense you may have. In other words, if he stays longer, don't charge him. I'll take care of it. <laughs> okay, notice what he does. First of all, he has to stop where he's going to engage the man that's wounded. Then he has to use his ability to tend to the man's wounds. 
And then he invests his resources to give a man to pl a place to stay in the end. Those are the three things that the text says he does, right? Are y'all with me? That, that's, that's, the text tells us what he did. The text doesn't tells us, tell us that he went over to the man and said, I'm praying for you. And keep walking. Now, I'm about to say something, and I don't mean it literally. I mean it figuratively. I'm about to say something, and I don't mean it literally, but I mean it figuratively. Y'all, I'm about to say something, and I don't mean it literally, but I mean it figuratively. Y'all, <laughs> and I'm going to say it with my chest. Sometimes Christians pray too much. Y'all, uh, okay. <laughs> I knew I wasn't gonna get that. Okay. I'm gonna say it one more time. Sometimes Christians pray too much. Okay. I I'm not saying we shouldn't pray, but sometimes prayer can be used as an excuse to dismiss our responsibility to actually helping people who have problems. Because I can say I'm praying for you and there is no accountability as to whether or not I actually did it. Some of you, you said I pray, I'm gonna pray for you and you didn't even pray for that particular person. Preach Pastor Gorber, you're doing the best you can. And the Bible says that this man moved, watch this, from being an intercessor to an answer to the problem. I don't want to just pray about the problem. I want to be an answer to some problems. Lord, make me an answer. And I come to let somebody know that whenever you submit your time, talent, and treasure, that God is getting ready to make you an answer for somebody else's problem. God is getting ready to make you the blessing that they're praying for. Somebody who receives it, shout yes. I'm not saying as a church we shouldn't pray. 
boy, y'all got some attitude problems. God says he's getting ready to shift the conversation about your name, your family name. And it won't be because of them, it's getting ready to be because of you. He was 
on the way to, to actually heal Jairus' daughter. But somebody said, while on the way. In this season, you got to be sensitive because some interruptions are actually assignments. That's why your, your, that's why your devotion game got to be on high. That's why your worship game got to be on high. That's why your prayer game got to be on high. Because God is getting ready to drop people in your in your heart, in your spirit, and say, you know what? Say something to them. You know what? Give them just a little lunch money. It even happened this morning. I'm, I'm glad he shared this with me. Brother Tony Coleman, lift your hand. Brother, Brother Tony shared with me this morning. He was on his way to get coffee. There was a lady to tell him, he said, you just tell. Something was wrong. A spirit of discernment. Something was off. And he said, I was going to leave. And I said, no. He said, but I stopped. And I said, have a blessed day. Simply just said, have a blessed day. And she came to him after that and said, I just want to thank you. He said, thank you for what? He says, you know what? You, what you saying, telling me to have a blessed day. She said, I was getting ready to kill myself. I was getting ready to commit suicide. But because you stopped and acknowledged life, because you stopped and even acknowledged me, you've given me hope that I can still Why would a God who doesn't get tired 
who doesn't get sleepy rest. It wasn't because he, he got tired. It was to teach us the importance of rest. Because you can't pour from an empty cup. That even when God was getting ready to make Eve, he put Adam to sleep. Before he created Eve out of him. I wonder what things are, I wonder what things God is waiting to wake up in you. Because you fell to, you fell to lay down. Somebody say, submit your time. Some of you, you need to rest in this season. Somebody say, rest. Most of y'all, y'all gonna be off for Christmas. Rest. Let them kids open up their gifts. Mama, can we go? Uh-uh. We rest. Somebody, somebody say, rest. Kids these days, they don't know how to sit down. They just, they want to go somewhere every day. Can we go to the trampoline park? No. We got trampoline in the backyard. Go jump on your bed. <laughs> Gotta get creative with our fun. Listen. Do, go outside. Come on now. Y'all, we had hot, <laughs> like, that was all we had. trampoline parks and six flags and y'all somebody say rest <laughs> I know my daughter probably looking at me like you still gonna take the trampoline park <laughs> submit our time he submitted not only his time but he submitted his talent somebody say talent we know this because in the text says he bandaged up his wounds now if I would have felt the man I can't do nothing for him. It's in terms of helping him heal, he used his ability. His talent was submitted. I would have to send him to, to Mother Tesno, who, who majored in nursing. She gonna bandage his wounds. I'm gonna give him a band-aid and some Robitussin. Just, I don't know, just, just something. See, I'm not a doctor. I'm a pastor. <laughs> submitted his time, talent, and then he submitted his treasure. Somebody said treasure. The Bible says he took out two denarii and gave it to the innkeeper. And he says, if he stays longer, don't pay him the tax. I'll pay him. Because his treasure was submitted. Now, when it comes to this particular part, church gets tight. So we're like, you know what, God? I'll give you my time. I'll give you my talent. But when we start talking about money, especially in church, it get real quiet, just like how it got right now. <laughs> Come on, one more hallelujah. When we start talking about money in church, it get tight. This ain't this message. And the, when it comes to treasures, there have been churches who have manipulated people. There have been churches who have done wrong things for money. But I come to tell you, just because it happens at a church don't mean it's every church. I'm going to say that again. 
Just because it happens at a church don't mean that it's every church. If you have a bad experience at a at an eating restaurant, you're not gonna stop eating. Come on, mother, there we go. If one McDonald's is rude, you're not gonna stop eating McDonald's. You're just gonna go to another one. And why is it when they come to the church and money, you're like, uh-uh, I ain't giving that church my money. We don't know what to do. You don't know what Walmart doing with your money. It gets real tight. But he was able, watch this, the Good Samaritan was able to be a Good Samaritan because the Good Samaritan was a good steward. She had it to give because she saved it up because he saved it up to give it away. And so in this season, before we go into 2020, if we're going to be a blessing, if we're going to be made an answer, that means we got to be good stewards of what God gives us. What's that mean? Because culture says, culture says, what do I want to do with this money? But in kingdom, we say, what do I want this money to do for me? We have to ask ourselves, is this even mine to give in the first place? Lord, what do you want me to do with it? And more than anything, God knows my heart. I want this church to be a church that is marked by meeting people's needs. I want the heavenly gospel to be an answer. There is a pastor, uh, Pastor Michael Todd in Oklahoma. They had this uh, faith offering, had this massive giveaway. And y'all, he did something so historic. His church gave away one Thank you for listening to Heavenly Gospels Podcast. If you would like to partner with us and give on today, you can give via cash app, dollar sign, Heavenly Gospel. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.